five, four, three, two, one. Let's talk about it. Hello, beautiful people. Let's try this again. My name is Will Johnson, UniteAmericaFirst.com. Thank you for joining me again this evening. Let's see if we can get this party started. Let's see if we can get it going for real this time. Um, is everything look good? Everything looks good. I made some changes here. Hopefully the changes are in effect now. Sorry about the technical issues. I've had these technical issues before. They always come. They always go. And they're probably going to happen again in the future. That's just the way it is. Okay. So no issues, right? So I can rock and roll. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> All right. I mean, let me get this. Let me get this back up here. Okay. Okay, so this I have some stuff I want to talk to you about. I want to talk about Disney and the border. What's going on, right? What is happening in our world? What's happening to America? Everybody should be really concerned about what's going down and what is happening in our nation. And is it going to stop, right? Is it going to stop? So while, let me go ahead. Uh, let me see here. Okay, yep. do me a favor. Do me a favor. Please, please share this video. Share this one. The other one's been removed because the audio was so jacked up. So please remove the, please share this one. Please share this one. Share like you never shared before. <laughs> okay, let's get, let's get going here since we're running a little bit behind now. Okay, so the Democrats, they're literally going through the motions of literally tearing down the country. And I'm going to show that to you tonight. But before we get into some of the border stuff and some of the stuff with Disney, which you really need to see, and I have a special guest that's going to be on with me tonight. Yes, I yes I do. The name is Dion. And many of y'all probably ever seen Dion, and you probably don't even know who's Dion. You'll see here in just a second, in a couple of minutes. Okay, so, but before we get to that, I want to talk about a few stories. I want to talk about the laptop. Can I talk about the laptop? And I want to talk about... Jackson, Judge Jackson. And it's not really talking about Judge Jackson. It's talking about what the Democrats have done to other people trying to, you know, fill in certain positions, how they feel it busted. And the reason why they feel it busted is not because of someone's lack of experience of their or their education, but because of who they are, how they were born. They literally discriminated against people. So let me get right into it. Listen to Ted Cruz and Ted Cruz kind of talked about this and he touched on this uh, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. But listen to him here. It's the exact same thing. And I think it's worth repeating. Listen to it. Indeed, it was not just Janice Rogers Brown. Democrats also filibustered Miguel Estrada to the D.C. Circuit. Miguel Estrada, an advocate with suburb credentials were criticized, as the staff for Senator Ted Kennedy wrote at the time in internal memos, quote, they should filibuster him, quote, because he is Hispanic. Mr. President, this was before your time and my time in this body. But here's what Ted Kennedy's staff told him. They, quote, identified Miguel Estrada as especially dangerous especially dangerous why is he especially dangerous because he is latino because he's latino 
Really? That is racism, which the Democrats put in writing. If you're black, if you're Hispanic, we will target you. We will filibuster you. We will block you. And that's what they did. You ain't black. Really? So, Ted Cruz, I mean, I experienced the same thing. Ted Cruz, he called them out exactly for what they're doing. Ted Cruz called them out exactly for what's happening. That's exactly how it is. And I experienced this myself firsthand. I experienced this from the Democrats. I experienced this from the left firsthand because I don't think the way they want me to think. And for that matter, that's what Democrats have done for three decades now to Justice Clarence Thomas, one of the greatest justices to ever serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. And yet, in Democrats' minds, he is not a black man. You ain't black. Because he dares disagree with their leftist ideology. It's wrong. It's racist. It's cynical. And it's offensive. It surely is. It's highly offensive because you never hear a Republican saying you ain't black. It's only Democrats saying you ain't black every single time. Joe Biden, you ain't black because you don't vote Democrat. You ain't black because you don't think the way they want you to think. You ain't black because I stand up for myself and I want to do for myself. You ain't black because I want to educate myself. You ain't black because I want to better myself. You ain't black. Did I already say that one? You ain't black because I know how to use the Internet. You ain't black. Seriously, because I'm willing to work. You ain't black. The Democrats are the only ones that ever said that. Joe Biden said that about black people. Basically, if you don't want to vote for him, like if you have to decide between him or Trump, you ain't black. For him to say that, seriously, for him to even say that, say those words, meaning that you have to vote on the Democrat ticket. Because if you don't, you ain't black. And so many people have heard that. So it's highly offensive. I'm, I'm seriously. And you know what else? Let me, let me say this real quick. And I'm going to move on really quick here. Same thing with these, these tech companies, right? These tech companies constantly saying that they, how they want to help black voices. They, they say it. It's all over the place. They have certain sections on YouTube and even Facebook where they talk about where they want to help black voices. But again, I'm not the right type of black voice. Apparently. You ain't black. So it's the Democrats that's actually holding black people back. It's the Democrats. It's always been the Democrats. You can't make this stuff up. Seriously. Now, other in the news, you have you still have the Hunter Biden laptop, and yet a lot of Democrats are starting to distance themselves from Joe Biden. You saw it in, when he was in the White House, when Obama went to the White House. You saw how they're distancing themselves from Joe Biden. They're acting like Joe Biden's a plague. Seriously, that's the way they're acting. I'm not saying that he is. That's just the way they're acting towards him. Now, listen to this. This was on Real America's Voice where they're talking about the Hunter Hunter Biden laptop, where it's very damaging to the Democrat Party. And let me put this out there real quick. The Democrat Party, because they know how the damage, the damage has already been done. And because the damage has already been done, that they're trying to distance themselves from Joe Biden. So just imagine what's going to happen between now and it's time to do your duty, your civic duty. Imagine what you, what do you think is going to happen? 
something personally, I think something's going to happen because they don't want to lose power. They don't want to lose control. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats have already said that if the Republicans get the House back, they're going to destroy our democracy. Seriously? They don't need the Republicans' help to destroy anything. They're doing it all on themselves. Now, listen to this. One of the biggest forces against you has been the news media early on, the government agencies who refused to give documentation to you. You and Senator Grassley were actually painted as conspiracy theorists or Russian disinformation artists. All of that has been stripped away. People now see with clarity. But what was it like to fight against the media and the federal bureaucracy when you knew you had the truth and they were not telling the truth? Well, it wasn't fun. It was enormously frustrating. We actually had Democrat colleagues, uh, the the leaders of the Democrat Party, create a false intelligence document uh, accusing Senator Grassley and I of soliciting and disseminating Russian disinformation. They had it classified. They leaked that to the media. And the media ran with that story for a couple months leading up to the release of our report in September of 2020. Uh, But what our report did, even though it was widely ignored by the media, uh, the day after that, uh, Mr. McIsaac came forward with his laptop. Uh, He offered it to us. We had to do our due diligence. Uh, We had to make sure that it wasn't stolen property. We went to the FBI. The FBI told us nothing. They should have told us they were well aware of it, but they didn't do that. Uh, Certainly, Tony Bobulinski saw the the $5 million that was supposed to go into his joint venture with Hunter Biden went directly to the Bidens. That uh, upset him, so he came forward. So our report really was a catalyst for more information that, again, the news media ignored. You know, there are polls that said that if had the American public known the extent of this scandal, uh, they would not have voted for Joe Biden. So the point I made, particularly on the floor of the Senate yesterday, is the complicity of the media in censoring, the, the complicity of our Democrat colleagues, the complicity of, for example, those 51 members of the intelligence agencies that wrote the letter giving Joe Biden cover, they interfered to a far greater extent than Russia ever could have hoped to achieve. People need to understand that. People need to understand how serious this scandal is. It's not just it's just not a scandal and corruption within the Biden crime family. It's a corruption and a scandal within our media and within our federal law enforcement intelligence agencies. This this should be enormous news. Yeah, it should be enormous news. But you know they're going to try to sweep it up under the rug as much as possible. And the main reason why they're going to sweep it up under the rug as much as possible, because they were complicit with it. They were helping the Biden crime family. They were helping the Biden crime family cover this information up. Seriously, you had people that were on Facebook and on Twitter and possibly and even YouTube that were losing their accounts and people like me. Right. Because I go on there and I do, I do, I do these videos. I produce videos. I produce content. I I relay information. This is how I make a living. Right. This is my job. And a lot of people don't like me having this job because they don't like me talking about what they're doing. But I talk about it and other people talked about it, but people lost their livelihoods because they were telling the truth because they were talking about the truth. Not they were just making up something. The entire left was saying it was Russian disinformation. Russia, Russia, Russia. Over and over and over saying it was Russian disinformation. And come to find out it wasn't, it was Democrat disinformation. And now they're trying to act, they all act like they have amnesia, like they all completely forgot. Okay, let me move on here because I know I'm running out of time. So the border, the border. 
Now we have some, we have some Republicans. We have some governors that's actually standing up against what Biden is doing. Biden did what is the, the, the title 42 is about to go away. And you have thousands upon thousands of people headed to the Southern border right now. And I'm really trying to see when can I make it to the Southern border? I really need to go down there. So I'm going to start planning to go down there so I can show it to you because you know, the liberal media, the mainstream media, they're not going to let you see any of it anyways, but listen to what some of the governors are doing right here in the state of Texas. You have governor Abbott that's actually stepping up and I like what he's doing. Now, Many people have their reservations about Governor Abbott, and I get it. I get it. You know, I'm still fairly new to Texas, so I get it. But he's doing some positive things here. Listen to this. Crossing the border from Mexico into Texas. And at this time, I'm going to sign my directive to Colonel McCraw, the director of the Texas Department of Public Safety. Taking matters into their own hands to get that project underway immediately for the zero tolerance and the inspections that will be taking place. Second, to help local officials whose communities are being overwhelmed by hordes of illegal immigrants who are being dropped off by the Biden administration. Texas is providing charter buses to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C. What? Let me play that one more time just in case you missed it. Listen to this. This, you know what? It's like the reverse of what the Biden administration was doing because, you know, they were bringing illegals in and they were flying them off to Republican states, red states like Florida, etc. Now, when they come in the state of Texas, it is automatically going to put them on a bus and send them to D.C. Dude, I love it. Texas is providing charter buses to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C. We are sending them to the United States Capitol where the Biden administration will be able to more immediately address the needs of the people that they are allowing to come across our border. To get that going, I'm going to send a letter to Chief Nim Kidd with the Texas Division of Emergency Management who will be in charge of this operation. This is phenomenal. This is phenomenal. So he's going to put them all on the bus and send them to D.C. And it's just going to flood D.C. So what's going to happen? Imagine, imagine the photo op where all these buses, these illegal aliens that show up on the buses to D.C. Are they going to do the same thing they did to the convoy? Because, you know, the convoy that was in D.C., they would not allow them to go in and drive anywhere close to the Washington Monument, to the Lincoln Memorial, to, to the Capitol. None of that. They had to stay outside of those parameters. So what's going to happen if, when all these buses show up with these illegal aliens to D.C.? Are they going to do the exact same thing? Can you imagine what that's going to look like? Just imagine what that's going to look like. I mean, so listen to this. Here's a here's an Arizona police. He tried to work with the Obiden administration to try to rectify the situation on the southern border. And the Obiden administration completely ignored him. I will say this, my fellow sheriffs and I tried to partner with this administration to include the President of the United States with high hopes to share a collective message, collective action plan, support the rule of law, prioritize our southern border and provide updates, reference, community impacts and concerns with little to no success. By allowing our border security mission and immigration laws to be discretionary, these criminal cartels continue to be the true winners. The cartel, 
They're making millions, if not billions of dollars from all of the human trafficking, the sex trafficking, all of it. They're making billions and billions of dollars. Now, you have Governor Abbott stepping up, sending them all there to D.C. I love it. Then you have Border Patrol agents. They're asking, say, hey, we need assistance. We're willing to do this together. Let's stop all of this crime that's happening on our southern border. But they don't want to stop the crime. I've told y'all multiple times that the Democrats, they like chaos. Let no crisis go to waste, right? So they create it, and then they then they want to try to swoop in and act like they have the solution. But you know what? All of these people that are coming in, they're coming in to replace us. Listen to Ron DeSantis, what he's going to do about all the illegals that's getting ready to come in because of the ending of Title 42. You know, I think it's, I think it's been a disaster. But what they're now doing is they're going to get rid of what they call Title 42, so the one that they, the people that they were stopping, now even they're going to be able to come. And so I think those numbers are going to increase starting at the end of May. So, so that's not good policy for this country. And so what we're doing in Florida is saying, you know, we're not going to let the recklessness of those policies um, impact our state. So we do not, if businesses or if contractors are dumping people who are illegal into Florida from southern Texas, you know, we're going to go after their ability to do business in Florida. If Biden is dumping people, which he has dumped, people. They fly them in at two in the morning. They haven't done it lately, but they did it many months ago. Um, you know, we now have money where we can reroute them to sanctuary states like Delaware to make sure that we're keeping people safe here. Yes, yes, yes. That's that. You know what? That is exactly what needs to take place. They need to ship them all to these liberal utopia states to put the pressure on them to get everyone complaining about it. And you know, you know what they're going to do, right? They're going to blame Republicans for doing it. They're going to blame Republicans for trying to destroy their cities. They're the ones doing it. If you want this thing, you should be responsible for it. You should be the one that's willing to take it all in. Not the other states, not the states that's wanting safety for their families, safety for children. Not those states. Now, Peter Ducey. I mean, you got to give it to Peter Ducey. He's always on top of it. And Jen Psaki, she can't stand it. She probably, I bet you, every time she walks into that press room, that she, every time she sees Peter Ducey, she probably cringes like, oh my goodness, not him. And especially when you have issues in the news that's going on. Because she, you know, she, she lies. She lies. Or she just really deflects. Listen to this. Did you know that the Obama phones have come to life again. Many of you probably have heard, heard about this already, but the Obama phones, for those of you that haven't heard about this, the Obama phones are about to be given to every single illegal coming across the United States border. How is that a deterrent? Seriously, you mean I get to come to I get to come to America, you're going to give me a phone, you're, I even probably get free transport to DC and you're going to give me money. Wow, why would I not go? Seriously. Thank you, Jen. First, on immigration, our team in Texas is uh, saying that you guys are starting to give smartphones to border crossers, hoping that they'll use the phones to check in or uh, to be tracked. Uh, Which part of that is supposed to deter people from crossing illegally into the states? Well, I I think you of all people, since you've asked me a range of questions on this topic. Okay, let me let me let me take it back just in case some of y'all missed it. I know you don't want me to stop the video, but I got to take it back just a little bit here because he's asking her, how was it a deterrent by giving them cell phones? That's the question. That's the question, basically. Which part of that is supposed to deter people from crossing illegally into the states? 
Well, I, I think you of all people, since you've asked me a range of questions on this topic over time, would recognize that we need to take steps to ensure that we know where individuals are and we can track and, and we can check in with them. So they want to be able to track them with their cell phones and they want to be able to check in with them. Like, hey, are you still in the States? Where yet? Okay, we just want to make sure that you're here. Don't worry. We're, and you know what? They're going to listen to this, people. They're going to use these cell phones to push information to these people. They're going to use these cell phones to tell people where they can go register to vote. This is just my, okay, this this is me this, me talking out here, okay? This is my opinion on this. Can I put that on? Can I put a big check somewhere saying it's my opinion? Because they're going to be, oh, he's putting on misleading information. What do you think they're going to do with the phones? Who's paying for the bill? Let me Let me start there. Who's paying for the bill? Because they're going to give them these cell phones, and then guess what? They don't have jobs. So who's paying for the bill? Who's paying for the phone itself? What company are they going to use? Are they going to be Androids? Are they going to be Apple phones? Who's going to, who's stand to benefit from all of this, right? And on top of that, when they start reaching out to them, doing check-ins and sending them information, what information you think they're going to send them? This is almost like the crack pipes, right? This is almost just like the crack pipes. They're doing this for a reason. And they were doing this, so then they said, well, we're going to track people. Now, the crazy thing, and I did say crazy, what comes, how, how do you think they're going to want to track people after that? How do you think they're going to want to track people after the fact? That's the part that you need to be concerned about. And these Democrats, they really don't care about the children being mutilated on the southern border. They try to, well, okay, of course we're concerned about it, or of course we know about it. Listen to this gentleman, was it Mr. Roy, Congressman Roy, as he goes off on Nadler because Nadler just goes, oh, 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 whatever, whatever, about the children being mutilated on the southern border. Listen to this. And so, oh, we've got this big fear coming in April, but oh, that's no, we don't want to have Title 42. And my colleague from Texas mocked the focus by some of my colleagues on the need to have Title 42, as if it's not causing rampant flow across our border, little girls put in stash houses, getting raped, cartels making $100 million. And then the chairman scoffs. The chairman scoffs when I say little girl getting raped in a stash house. Has the chairman been to the border of Texas? Has the chairman been in the last year to the border of Texas and met with Border Patrol agents, gone down and talked to the people that are sitting there looking at what's actually happening in stash houses? Did the gentleman yield? I'll yield briefly. Yes. And what did you find? No stash houses? The chairman scoffed. Is the chairman saying there are no stash houses with no little girls getting raped in Texas? The gentleman will yield? I will. I am not saying there are no stash houses. I'm not saying little girls not being raped in Texas and in every other state in the union, for that matter. Well, then reclaiming my time, when the chairman scoffs, when we talk about the, the damage being done to this country, with cartels having complete operational control of our border, charging three to $5,000 a day to come across the border, and little girls getting put into the sex trafficking trade, I think that tells us a lot about where the priorities are of this committee. And I'm getting a little sick and tired of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle scoffing at Texans having to take the brunt of this. Ranchers losing their longtime family-held ranches. Fences getting cut, livestock getting out, people getting abused. And my other side now just doesn't give a wit about it as evidenced by the scoff 
of the Judiciary Committee chairman. They don't care. It's absolutely mind-boggling. This is what the American people are absolutely sick and tired of. Sick and tired of it. We've been talking about the, the border issue ever since, even when President Trump was in office, we talked about the border issue, and President Trump was fixing the border issue. President Trump had the border issue under control. He had it under control. But guess what? The Democrats hated, they said, no, what, how, how did they, they used to say this, was this chant. They go, no borders, no walls, no USA at all. They don't chant that any longer because they're destroying the southern border. They would say, and they're destroying America. They would say, they would chant it all the time. No borders, no walls, no USA at all. This is the left. They are not Americans. They are not our friends. They're not our allies. They are the enemy here. They're literally destroying anything that remembers, that reminds people, reminds people of the United States of America. They're literally destroying it. They can care less. Okay, let me let me uh let me say thank you to a few people here. Patricia, thank you so much for the stars, Patricia. And then Mark, and then I got I got a video that you everyone needs to see because it's really powerful here. Margie, thank you so much as well. I got something I want to show you here. Uh, Rita, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the blessing. And Stephanie, thank you so much as well. And then Mary, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the blessings. Dominicus, am I saying it right? Dominicus, thank you so much for the blessings. Thank you so much. Uh, is it Raquel? Thank you so much for the stars. Thank you so much, Raquel. And then Carla. Thank you so much. And then Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, let me look here on. Now, sometimes people do. Sometimes people do me a cash app and. Uh, I miss them and I want to make sure either cash app or sometimes they do Venmo. And I just want to make sure that I acknowledge people. Because they'll be like, I'm not going to do you over there if I don't see it. But. I'll try to make a point to go through there. Okay, I don't see any right now. Uh, if, if I see any Venmo or Cash App, I'll make a point to to bring it up and acknowledge you because I want to thank every single person that blessed me. Now, the stars is really difficult. The stars, they, they, go, they go by really quick because they go through with the comments, and Facebook doesn't have it where they give me the capability to show any of it. So, anyways, I do have a guest with me. This young man, this young man, he has been everywhere. You've probably seen him do the flag drops with President Trump in various ball games. And now the recent place has been Disney. He's actually, actually he's been to Disney before. Now I'm talking about this young man named Dion. He lives in New York and he has been like all over the country dropping these flags, these humongous flags. So we're going to talk a little bit about Disney. And now I've been talking about Disney and some of the stuff that's been happening in, in Florida and how the left, they're trying to fight to indoctrinate children. It's really amazing. But the history of Disney, this young man knows the history of Disney. Okay. Uh, before, before I go, let me say thank you to Lois for the cash out. See, I, thank you so much. All right. Let me play this. Let me, let me Okay. 
Oh, Mildred. Mildred. Mildred is awesome. Thank you, Mildred, for Cash App. I didn't see your name pop up on the screen, so that's the reason why. Okay. Hey, Mildred, thank you so much. Okay, let me bring on this guest with me, Dion, and to talk about Disney and part of his history. I had a conversation with you offline, and you were talking about Disney yep. and some of the stuff that's going on with Disney. Tell me tell me what you uh, want to share with us. Yeah, sure. So, you know, the Disney thing that we're seeing today is something that actually I started four years ago with my whole Trump campaign. You know, um, it was no accident that when I started dropping my Trump flags, you know, I was doing it in places that I knew was provocative. Um but I specifically picked Disney because I knew immediately that it would get a lot of attention because of the type of politics that Disney plays before, you know, Ron, what's going on in Ron DeSantis, you know, right now. I knew about these things years ago. And in fact, I knew about it actually 20 years ago, 15 years ago and 10 years ago when Disney really started to go downhill. Because, like I said, it was no accident that I went there to, drum, to drop these Trump flags. Um, you know, I was actually there to just give them a little bit what for um, to rub the, the Trump thing into their face because I knew that it would gain her a lot of uh, a lot of press and a lot of attention really quickly. So, yeah, I, I know I noticed that, you know, when you would drop them, they would you know, I, I would see it all over social media it would go viral and they would they hate it. But, it, you know, it's one thing because they would come out and they would try to do stuff to trigger people when Trump in 2016, but that was okay. But when you do it, it's not okay. Sure. And just like anything else in the thing with baseball too, the thing that I got kicked out with baseball is the same exact thing. They were talking about Trump. And that's one of the reasons why there, I don't go to Disney until I hear the, 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 at the time it was Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. He said some bad things about Trump. So I immediately went down there. They drop a flag. Um, I knew right away that they were going to ban me, but I also knew that the media was going to write a story. Hey, this guy comes to Disney because he's pissed off because Bob Iger said something bad about Trump. And the story writes itself. And, you know, that's one of the things that I quickly learned and just keep doing that over and over again. But like I said, it goes beyond what even 2016, it goes way beyond that. Um, And the thing thing that's going on with DeSantis right now is really, really important. It's this thing called the um, the Reedy Creek Improvement District, um, you know, which is really what Disney World really is. Disney World is not Disney World. It's actually called the the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Um, and it was created uh, back in 1967 because at the time, Walt Disney was going to turn it into a utopia for over a million people. So he had this idea to make this big utopia and then they'll put a Disney park in it and then everybody will live happy go lucky, um, you know, for centuries and they kept that. They kept that plan, the Reedy Creek Improvement District. And then it, you know, it continued. Um, you know, after Walt died, he died in 1966. So in 1967, when they were really gaming up building the parks, they said, "Okay, now what are we going to do?" Walt, you know, Walt passed away. They all they were going to shut it down. They were actually going to shut down Disney World. So well, we had this idea with the Reedy Creek Improvement District. We're going to build this utopia. You know, we're going to continue if you if you allow us to have our own government. Our own taxes, no, 100% tax abatement, no taxes whatsoever. And we're going to turn this into a big environmental project. So that's what Disney World really is supposed to be. And if you go to Reedy Creek's uh, webpage right now, it'll actually show you that they still call Walt Disney World Epcot because that's the original name of Disney World. So 
there was actually another time in the 1970s where they said, okay, we're going to shut down Reedy Creek because you guys aren't building this utopia. Well, so they said, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll build Epcot. We're going to build it. So they built Epcot, but they didn't build it up to the specs for the million people. They just built this theme park. Okay, so this this theme park turned into um, this playground of the rich and famous where they could make as much money as they could without any taxes or without any government appearance whatsoever. And the story even goes on from there and there. But that's sort of what the introduction is. And that's one of the reasons why I'm really upset about Disney. And it has to actually do even the reason what I went into Disney is because what they were doing with the Reedy Creek Improvement District. So mm. it's a little it was a little bit political for me back then. And it's much more political now, which is actually, which is ironic that it's happened to Ron DeSantis right now. He's going to try to shut down the Reedy Creek Improvement District and put Disney under the umbrella of Orange County. Yeah, because to my understanding, Disney kind of operates as its own state. And they're and they're pushing to have their own laws and, and you know, they're going to not uh, implement the laws that are, you know, applied in the state, especially when it comes to protecting children. So because Disney's upset because Ron DeSantis and the politicians there have put in measures to protect children, they want to push back on it. So you got you got physically you can no longer go to Disney. Is that is that's the ban? Yeah. So the, I, I've been banned from Disney three times. Twice I got banned from Walt Disney World for life twice. So I actually have two lives, I guess, because the first time I dropped a 20 foot Trump flag at Main Street USA I knew it was going to happen. I even picked the guy out of the crowd and said, hey, can you just hold this flag for me? It says Trump. And he's like, yeah, man, I'll do it for you. So we held the flag. The security came. I said, okay, now run. They're going to probably kick me out. You just go run. And this guy just ran away. I never heard from him again. Then they did the whole thing. They kicked me out. It went viral, blah, blah, blah. The video went up. But then two weeks later, the, the, the chief legal – and they was getting a lot of bad press for Disney. They're like, oh, my God, we kicked this guy out for bringing in a banner. You can bring banners into Disney World as long as you don't incite a crowd. And they didn't incite a crowd. So two weeks later, the chief legal counsel of Walt Disney World called me and they said, "Okay, listen, we can come back. Just don't hang any more signs. You know, I was like, "Okay, no problem. I I won't hang any more signs. Have have anyone ever went in there and hung a BLM sign? Oh, yeah, there's been I mean, they have gay pride day there. They have you can bring in signs. You can hold up signs. It doesn't really matter what the sign says. You can bring signs into Disney World as long as it doesn't incite a crowd, you know, like a protest. Okay. So you can call my Trump 2020 flag a protest if you want to. I call it a rally. Um, I, that's what nothing. I don't, do not protest. I only rally for Trump. It's so, a rally call. Rally call. So like I said, they called me up. They said, okay, come back in. You're allowed in. Okay, so two weeks later after that phone call, I went back down to Florida, and I wanted to test them. I wanted to see if this was really about the big flag and inciting a crowd, or was it about the message? So I knew if you go down Splash Mountain, there's a very famous thing you do in Splash Mountain. You go down, you take a picture, and you do something crazy. And if you Google funny pictures Splash Mountain, you will see thousands of pictures of people holding up signs. There's people playing chess. There's people shaving. You know, it was like a thing to go down Splash Mountain with, with do something. You know, there were people like marry me, and then the wife would be in front of them holding up signs. Uh, you know, gay day. There's a guy with a holding a gay flag going down there. So no problem. Just to go to Disney World. Um, every three months for 25 years. Okay. I went, wow. I, I think I spent 1200, about 1200 days in Disney since I was 19 years old. You wow. know, I used to live in Florida. I used to go a lot. And then I'm not only that, I'm also a Disney historian. I pretretty much know everything about Disney. And I mean, Disney, I don't mean what's going on in the parks right now. And this, this operation, this mess they have right now, because this Disney is not Walt Disney's Disney. So, wow. so you know, 40, 40 employees showed up and upset with you talking about your, you know, a threat to children. 
but they don't want to talk about the what they're actually trying to do to children. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, that's the thing. They want to stay their own entity. Whatever happens in Disney stays in Disney. This is a really important thing for them. Here's a here's a funny a fun fact about Disney that up until just a couple of years ago, nobody ever died at Disney. Because of the way that they have their own government, they can actually take people off property and and, and um, declare them dead. That's not like an urban legend. I know a lot of people think that's a like an urban legend. That's not an urban That was true. They take the bodies off of the Disney property, then they claim them dead. Because in a self-governance, you have a zero death rate at Walt Disney World. And that's not true. Many people have been killed at Disney in the rides. Yeah. Kid got eaten by a crocodile. I think it was the crocodile. The kid got ate by the alligator. That kid, that's where it stopped. They said, no, okay, you have to count all your deaths. And Orange County has moved more into Walt Disney World lately. But yeah, man, there, you think you think that what's his name? Um, uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy uh, that didn't kill himself? Epstein. Epstein didn't kill himself. What can go on in Walt Disney World is outside of the scope of the United States government, Orange County, the state of Florida. Whatever goes on is they they have no control of it whatsoever with this Reedy Creek Improvement District contract that they have with Disney right now. Well, and that's why the left, they're, they're like jumping to the defense of Disney so they can have that and keep that status. But Ron DeSantis has been talking about removing it because like when Ron DeSantis first started talking about it, I wasn't like sure what he was you know, referring to. I'm like, I had no idea. And then he's just talking about how they can, they're operating like they're their own state. Yeah, and they are. They're their, their own, own state. country, you know, right there within Florida. And he's and you know what? He should remove it if he can. Rem- if. I mean, I think he should remove it and and, and be, have them help be held accountable for the stuff that they've done to children, what they're wanting to do to children and all of the deaths that are taking place. Well, sure. And, I mean, let me ask well, you, let me ask yeah. you this too real quick. So, you know, I've seen the picture that you've had and I'll put it up on the screen, but they had, it's just a small one, right? Yeah, little, little hand banner, little hand banner. I got a not, not, like, the not, the, not the large one that you were, you were well, doing, but it was just a small one, right? Yeah, just a little hand banner. So you're doing that one, taking pictures with it, and they had a problem with that. Yeah, just a you, small so hand you weren't inciting you weren't inciting people to come together. I was on, or none a, of I was that. on a ride. I was on a ride. I was going down. That's what I'm saying. Mountain. You're on a ride yeah, and you're taking a picture with it. So I, I proved it. I proved my fact. They're hypocrites. I don't want to be at Disney anymore. I don't want to give them my money anymore. I put my money where my well, I put my wallet where my mouth is. I am <laughs> not going back to Disney anymore. I've, I self volunteered, self checked out because I knew the, they were coming for me. By the end of the day, I knew someone's going to be waiting for me at the gate after they saw all those pictures. Of me going on the rides with but the little you didn't, but you back. didn't, but you weren't like walking up to people, were you? Were no, you walking no, up to people and like, like you? It, it's a political. They don't like the politics that is not within the the scope of what they're trying to pitch. And you know they just and they and they just hate Donald Trump, man. I can't even tell you how much they hate Donald Trump. The exa- I know executives at Disney. I know people that work for Disney. I know security. I know a lot of people that work for Disney. Okay, there's a lot of people on the right. And those people on the right do not like those people on the left. There's a war inside Disney right now, too. You know, they're actually they're having a protest at Disneyland. I think in a couple of days, the employees are having a protest, protesting what they did in Florida, in California. So are they protesting against Disney or yes, protesting? Yeah, yeah. The really? Disney employees are protesting against what Disney did, you know, because they have children and they get it. You know, it's like, you know, it's not like, see, Disney wants to manufacture the children the way that they want these children to think, act talk, walk, you know, they want them to dress up like princesses. They want to spend $350 on, on makeup. You know, you go in there now, man, it, it costs you, forget about it. It's $15,000 to take your family to Disney. You know, they, they want every penny out of your wallet, you know, and that's good for them. Good for them. But the way they're going about it now with this Reedy Creek improvement just for their own self-governance, 
if you think about it, you know, the 501c3 is not even allowed to talk about politics. Okay. Now, now what about its own government? You know, that's even beyond 501c3's tax status. So because they're beyond 5013C, they should not be talking politics at all. It's, it's none of their business what, go, what, what happens in the state of Florida. If they want to get involved in the state of Florida, then the state of Florida should get involved in what happens in Disney. And that has to happen. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I think DeSantis is going to back off because Disney has a lot of power in Florida. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I dare really? Ron DeSantis to pull it, away, pull it away from them. You don't think it's going to happen? No. You think he's going to back out? Absolutely. I think he's going to back out. I, they, I'm telling you, man, they got a lot of power down there. Disney is, they're going to say, we're Florida. We're going to do this, this, and this if you pull away the Riddy Creek Improvement District. And, you know, and as far as they think as well, Ron DeSantis is only a, a part-timer. We can wait it out. You know, we can say we can do this or that. You know, I think it's just going to be a waiting game from them. They'll probably tone it down a little bit um, if it really comes down to them pulling the Riddy Creek. But they need to pull it. There was no utopia. There was no one million people living on property. They lied. If you go on Reedy Creek's website right now, it says Epcot. They still call it Epcot because they have to call it Epcot, even though it is not the experimental prototype city of tomorrow. So Disney lied, and and they get this special. This this thing is like the gift that keeps on giving because they can make it. And not only that, they channel all the money from all the like from China, from Paris. From uh, you know all the other countries where they do business, that all channels through Walt Disney in Florida, not California. Even though they claim that their headquarters is there, the bulk of the business that comes from Shanghai, Tokyo, France, that all goes to Florida. So it's it's just it's do what do whatever they want. But the, the the fact that they're trying to get involved in the politics in Florida, it needs to stop now. Yeah, especially if they're not. I mean, if they're a nonprofit and they're operating like a five hundred one c three. Or, or, or beyond that, right? So, so they bring. So I didn't even know that. So they're operating as like a nonprofit, correct? Uh, so it's worth no. It's 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 like the it's t- kind of almost like Texas right now. Texas is operating as the Lone Star State. That's actually true. They never signed the treaty um, to be part of the United States, but that's okay. Um, but but the Reedy Creek Improvement District is their own government, completely. Nothing. No taxes. Well, they, they do pay a tax. I don't even know how they do it. It's a very small amount that they pay back to the state of Florida. But they are the are they're their own entity. They allow the Orange County police officers to come on their property when they say and when they say Orange County police, please leave. They leave. It's their That's own government. Crazy. Yeah, it's own government. And, and not only that, the tax abatement, the tax abatements are insane. You know, the reason why Disney stock does so well. Um, you know, because Shanghai doesn't is Shanghai's doing pretty good. Obviously, France is doing really bad. And wherever they're growing and growing, the the property, the Walt Disney property, the 22 square miles in Florida, is the is the cash cow for the entire operations. Even if it fails, ESPN has been bleeding for decades since they ever bought ESPN. Bleeding, but it doesn't matter because the parks make up for all of it. That's wild. Yeah. And then you have you have Elizabeth Warren going after Elon Musk. But she says nothing about Disney. No, She's, no. I've never heard her say anything about Disney. Well, they keep that in, and that's where the thing comes in with the kids. The kids. The kids. We do it for the kids. We do it for the children. All they're doing is indoctrinating children. Okay? So, you know, my son will never see, my son will see Disney the way that I used to see Disney when I went to the parks. I see the parks very differently. When I take people to the parks, you know, I take them on a tour. I've taken hundreds of people on tours of the Walt Disney World property, like, whoa, I had no idea. You know, it was, there's a lot of history there, and that's that's the sad part about it. 
You see, there was a, there was a war between Bob Iger and Roy E. Disney, which is Roy Walt's brother's son. It was actually Roy E. Disney who got Michael Eisner fired. He, you know, he was on a tirade, like, and I was I was supporting him. I would I would send him letters, please get, because they're destroying the park. They're taking the, you know, the the magic. They, I guess they call it the magic out of the park. And every day it gets worse and worse and worse. So then after. Um, well, I'm sorry, after uh, Mike Eisen left and Bob Iger came in, he made it even 10 times worse. Unfortunately, he didn't get fired. But the, one of the reasons why he stepped down recently was because of what's going on with the prices. And, and, and they knew that there's a lot of problems that are going to start occurring at the parks. Um, because uh, what's her name? Uh, Roy E's daughter now, um, Diane, not, not Diane, I forget what her name is. She's now on the um, on a, uh, I guess you call it a, a crusade to get uh, the Bob Chapek, the current CEO, fired. So it, there's a there's there's so much going on inside the Disney. You know, when people just I hate to see the commercials and just say the magic and the magic. It's not. <laughs> it isn't. It really isn't. There's just so, a whole bunch of dirt. Just a whole bunch of dirt. Yeah, it's terrible. So let, let me let me let me let me let me, let me, play, let me play just a short segment of the video. That this was the first time you, they removed you from Disney, right? Oh, this is California. Ready? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Now? Not yet, not yet. Now, now, now. Now! Let's go! There we go. Higher, 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 higher! Try higher! Higher, higher! Yeah, baby. Here we go. Higher, Brian, higher! Keep it up! Here we go. Shut up! Brian, shut up! <laughs> Brian! <laughs> Brian, don't say anything. Wow, so this was in this was in California. And I can hear all of them that they're, they're screaming, they're sc- automatically screaming in the in the crowd that Black Lives Matter. What does Black Lives Matter have to do with anything? <laughs> thing, it just, yeah. it's a knee-jerk reaction you know it's when i walk out of my house i walk out of my house every in new york like this every single day and depending on what street i go on it's either f trump or high five you know it's just because the knee-jerk reaction is f trump you know it's just f trump f trump f trump f trump so the black lives matter thing was the buzzword in the news that day yeah i mean yeah i mean i remember you know because they were saying that trump was against black people but that's never been proven yeah. And, you know, they bring up stuff in the past that's already been debunked, but they still believe it. They don't they really don't care. Yeah. Really so don't care I'm actually and I'm actually offering a thousand dollar reward and I will provide the flag if somebody does the same thing that you just saw in that video at Walt Disney World, because the boat's running there right now. So if you get a flag, it's really easy on the boat uh, because you're on the boat. There's really nothing they could. They can't touch you on the boat. And that was the good. That's that's one of the reasons why I, did, I chose the boat. I actually had a team of camera people there with me that day in Disneyland. We had eight people. We had camera people, sound people, editors, everybody ready to make this thing go really viral after the video happened. And it just went smooth, perfectly. You know exactly the way we wanted it. So, you know, I'm offering a thousand dollars reward for that, and I'm also offering a thousand dollars reward for somebody that takes a Trump one banner down Splash Mountain and get the same picture that I got uh, three years ago. And there's also going to be a DeSantis rally this weekend at Walt Disney World. Um, at uh, It's called Hotel Drive uh, near downtown Disney or whatever they call it now. 
Um, there's going to be one on Saturday and there's going to be one on the 16th for DeSantis because now it's all about DeSantis. So I have a 20 foot DeSantis flag that I'm willing to give to somebody to drop in either of the parks or a Trump one banner going down the hill. I want to wow. do I, I, It's killing me that I can't go in there. It's just, it's killing me because it's such a political, <laughs> this is like my time to shine, you know? So I want, I'd like to say a thousand bucks, somebody to do it. You know, I mean, so this, I guess that would be a valid reason to go to Disney World. Yeah, there you go. Pay your last trip. Make your, I say, make your, because everybody says, oh, I protest. I'll never go back. Well, just go back one more time, have some fun and go out with style. They so hate, tell I think everyone, they tell you how much they hate it. I, they, they hate me so much, but you know who, I don't know if I could say, I could say it. I don't think they'll see it. The Anaheim PD loves me. Awesome. Well, tell tell everybody how they can connect, contact you and say, hey, I'm going to go. I'll do sure. it. Sure. Well, the easiest way to contact me is just go to trumpswag.com. The URL is right there. Um, you go to trumpswag.com and just hit contact. Um, you know, send me an email. Say, hey, I want to do it. want to do it soon, obviously, because we want to do it when the news cycle is really hot. Um, I hope that, like I said, I hope that DeSantis stays on this Reedy Creek thing. You know, and there's this other issue that's going on with the cruise lines, too, that I haven't really dug deep into. I'm not really I don't really follow what goes on in the cruise lines because that really has nothing to do with Disney. But I know there's some there's some you know, they got some issues there, too. Huh. wow. All right. Well, awesome. So, yeah, you know what? I saw I actually saw it on Twitter where you posted on there telling people for a thousand dollars. And I was like, "Ooh, I wish I lived closer because, you know, I, I mean, I don't ever plan a, even before now. I'd never plan on going to Disney in the first place. I've been one time in my entire life and this was years ago and this was in California. And even then when I went then, I wasn't like, Oh wow. You know, I was a lot older, you know, I was an yeah. adult at the time, but, but for kids, you know, I can understand it. But now the way they're indoctrinating kids and the way they're addressing the stuff with kids, I think the safest place is away from Disney and some of these schools, of course, with these teachers. Well, if you do go, if you do decide to go back, and there's, I wish I could take you on a tour. Maybe I could put some makeup on and show you what the real. I know walk, how you can go. Walk. What's that? You put some, yeah. Just, uh, just go trans. Black go trans or go trans. I mean, you you go go blackface as trans. There yeah, it is. Yeah, if I have a new name, <laughs> a new name, they can't get me right now. <laughs> blackface along with trans. There you go. Dude, there there it is. <laughs> let's go, let's go. I'll go with you. I'll show you what Disney Walt is. The history of Disney is absolutely is amazing. And I'll tell you one thing. The parks were actually designed for adults. See, that's what people don't really understand. They were designed for adults to bring children. So most of the rides, most of the attractions are actually, I think it's 90%, were designed for people 18 and older. Okay, so they want, but, the, you know, they had that, but they, it was all about that childhood in the, in the adult is what the park really was. But what, but, Disney took it to an extreme level. Now it's from Z, now it used to be from eighty down. Now it's zero up. Okay, that's what they're going after: the indoctrination of these children, controlling them at day one. The, the the moment a child walks into Walt Disney World, now they will kick and scream. Every you know the, after they go the first time, they expect to go back next year, next year, next year. They they got them, man. They got them. Yeah, and, then with yeah, the, and then with Disney Plus, Disney Plus too. You know they got them there too. Got them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. Well, hey, Dion. Thank you so much for coming on with me. Thanks. Well, good to see you, man. All right, everybody. That was an awesome interview, was it not? Come on now. Come on. Come on. Dion, I've known Dion for several years now. And when I, I was in D.C. one time, and I can't say the, the date around the date. I was on my birthday. It was on January the 5th, <laughs> 2019. 
2021. This is my birthday. And Dion actually treated me to dinner. And it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. January 5th, 2021, he treated me to dinner. It was a nice, it was a nice dinner, actually, at an <clears throat> undisclosed location. So let me let me say thank you to a few people that, that blessed me, uh, that put something out there for me. And I want to say thank you to everyone for sharing this video. Thank you so much for, for being here. Deborah, thank you so much for the cash out. Thank you so much for that blessing. And I think we have a few stars on here too. Kathy, thank you so much for the stars. Thank you so much. And then Tommy, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tommy. It really, it really makes a difference. And Iris, thank you so much as well for the Facebook stars because of your support, because of all of your support, it really makes a difference. Ada, thank you so much for the stars as well. Thank you so much, everybody. Okay. Hey, tomorrow's Thursday. Now I was looking at it and I wish I would have known about the whole, you know, protest going on at Disney. Had I known I would have tried to try to make my way there, either to California or to Florida. I would have tried to make my way to one of them just so I can be there to document it. But to my understanding from the documentation I saw, it was today at 6 p.m. So uh, next time, next time. Thank you, everybody, again, for all the blessings. My name is Will Johnson, UniteAmericaFirst.com. See you on the flip side. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to this broadcast thank you so much do me a favor subscribe to this podcast subscribe to it share this everywhere you can we are viewer and listener supported anything you can do to help us out is greatly appreciated head on over to unite america first.com thank you again and god bless